No matter how hot they were, summer evenings were always made extra sweet by the awareness of the impending beginning of school. Along with the tans and extra freckles, the summer had also given Bennett and Mary Mack new adventures around their neighborhood, which they were now allowed to explore alone if they went together. They had fallen into a nice routine this time of day. Friends had gone home, Mom was cleaning up from dinner, and the two would go outside to soak up the last bit of daylight before it was time to go in for bed. Hey, look at this huge freckle, Bennett. It's bigger than any of yours. Bennett stopped riding his bike in circles for a minute. He scooted over and peered down as she proudly showed him her scabbed knee. That's because it's not a freckle, he said as he resumed slowly circling her in the driveway. His face had become somber. Yes, it is. You're wrong. No, you're too little to remember what happened. I'm older. Trust me, I remember. What? What happened? I'll tell you, but don't tell mom, okay? You gotta promise because she told me to never tell you. I promise. Bennett stopped his bike and scrunched his face up hard. Mm, I still don't know. You might be too little. Mary Max stood up and raced over to grab his handlebars. Come on, Bennett. No, I'm not. No, my not. I'm starting kindergarten. Come on. I'm not a little kid anymore. I'm not. Bennett squinted up at the sky one last time before looking his little sister in the eye. His curls flopped over his ears as he looked from side to side to make sure no one was listening in. He leaned in and talked in a low voice, taking long pauses between each and every sentence. Okay, well, when you were a baby, you were attacked by a moth. I tried to protect you, but it was just too big. You were holding a flashlight and it got confused and it bit your knee. Its teeth were so sharp, mom and dad had to take you to the hospital and you had to have surgery so that you wouldn't turn into a moth person. That mark on your knee is the only thing left. It's a moth bite scar. He straightened up, backed his bike up, and left his sister open-mouthed and gawking at the story she had just heard and staring down at her knee. They sat on the curb, looking out into the neighborhood, feet resting on the cracked pavement. Bellies full from dinner, the two were trying to lick their ice cream cones as fast as they melted down their hands. Hey, be careful, Bennett said as he looked off a big drip of his own ice cream running down the side of his arm. He eyed his sister's chocolate cone. She had almost finished the top and was approaching the bottom. Now make sure you don't eat the cone, it's poison, you know. No way, she said but disappointedly looked down at her cone and all the ice cream that was left inside. Yahweh, he said in between looks, but I'm older and I've built up a tolerance to it so I can eat them. Mary Mack looked down at her ice cream. She couldn't believe this. What a waste. With one last lick, she looked over at her beloved protector. Do you want mine then? She handed over the cone and watched as he polished off her chocolate bone and then his own vanilla. Trying to lick the last bits of ice cream that had melted down her hands, she thought about how disappointed she was. She almost didn't believe him, but he had also warned her about Plato and man oh man had he been right about that. Someone should make ice cream cones that everyone can eat, Mary Max said. Bennett shrugged. Yeah, I know. 
Mary Mac stood up and went to practice her cartwheels in the grass before Mom called them in for bed. At least I have a great older brother who can tell me about these things, she thought to herself. Bennett joined her soon after, and he spent the rest of his evening giving Mary Mac pointers on her form and even showed her how to do a double cartwheel. Summer came and went, and instead of riding their bikes down to the creek this morning, Bennett and Mary Mac were riding in the back of their mom's car in their carefully chosen first day outfits. Bennett was excited to see his friends and was already chatting away about what games he was going to play at recess and what friends he hoped were in this class this year. But as they got closer and closer to school, Mary Mac's stomach tied itself into a bigger and bigger knot. They parked their car and Bennett raced off out of sight as Mary Mac and her mom walked up to the building, down the halls, and into a cold classroom that seemed much too bright. But upon further inspection, it was colorfully decorated and had lots of tables with chairs that were just her size, and they had brand new Play-Doh sitting on them. Mom helped her find her cubby, put her brand new pink backpack and matching lunchbox away, which she had carefully picked out the week before at Target. The teacher gave her a name tag and she slowly approached a table where another little girl with yellow hair was playing, still holding on tight to her mother's hand. Good morning, Julia, said her mom to the girl. Good morning, she said back. I'm making cake. How did you know my name? I read your name tag, mom smiled back. This is Mary Mac. Mary Mac didn't say anything, but waved slightly and sat down as her mom crouched down next to her. Hey, my mommy put my hair in pigtails too, do you see? But I don't have bows. I like your bows. Julia shook her hair and made her blonde pigtails bounce. Do you want one on mine? Mary Mac asked. No, thanks. Julia chirped. Do you want to help me make the other foods? You could help me make the veggie tables. Okay. She grabbed the Play-Doh and began working away, planning the perfect Play-Doh meal. Remember, you can't eat this though, only pretend, Mary Mac warned her new friend. They played through the morning and mom eventually left after giving her a hug and reminding her that she had money in her lunchbox so she could get some milk and a cookie from the cafeteria. The morning was great. The teacher told them the rules and they sang songs and colored and played with Play-Doh and they even got, out, got to go outside and play. She and Julia explored the red, yellow, and orange playground. It had curly sides and a wobbly bridge. They collected rocks and played lava monster with some kids from another class, and before she knew it, it was time for lunch. Mary Mac happily grabbed her lunchbox and stood in line as they walked to the cafeteria. She told Julia to save her a seat and skipped into the lunch line. As she stood in line, she decided that she loved school. Even the milk cartons were fun. They were so many different pretty colors, so she grabbed the pink one to go with her lunchbox and a big chocolate chip cookie and sat down next to her new best friend. Mary Mac happily munched away at her ham and cheese sandwich and carrot sticks, saving her special treat for last. The milk carton was really tricky, so she raised her hand and the teacher came and helped her open it. She took a big swig and immediately spit it out. What was this? She raised her hand again and the teacher came over. Mrs. There's something wrong with my milk. No, sweetie, it's just strawberry milk. Strawberry milk? Mary Mac thought. It's so disgusting. 
Mrs. Can I get another one, please? I'm sorry, you have to finish that one before you can get another. Teacher walked away, leaving Mary Mac with tears in her eyes. The cookie didn't even look good anymore. She looked down as she tried to swallow a painful lump in her throat. Suddenly, she felt a tap on, her, on the shoulder. She looked around and saw her brother's curly hair and big smile and made her feel even worse. Hey, I was just coming to over to see how your first day was going, Mac. What's wrong? He listened as she blubbered through tears about the horrid strawberry milk and how the teacher wouldn't let her get another one unless she finished this one. Bennett looked down at his little sister. He wanted her to have the best first day ever and this wasn't how it was supposed to go. He looked at Mary Mac, looked at the teacher walking back and forth throughout the cafeteria, then grabbed the strawberry milk off the table and chugged the entire carton. Bennett put the carton back on the table and then looked at his wide-eyed sister. His mouth started watering and his stomach turned over. He turned around and threw up in the nearby trash can, spewing pink milk everywhere. Wiping his chin, he turned back around and gave his little sister a hug and went to get the teacher. Bennett held her hand as they waited in line for more milk. He was careful to read the labels this time and taught Mary Mac how to pick the milk with a 2% on it. As he paid for her milk with his own lunch money, Mary Mac thought to herself, I have the best big brother in the world.